1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: The whole moral of the story of this practice was our guy Drapes came on here last week.
3: Yeah. And
2: he said, you know, we, we need to stop like clamoring for respect or national TV games and all this national media coverage. And he said, if they don't want to pay attention, so be it. And I thought about that, and you know what? He's probably right. Yeah. And one of the reasons why he's right is because half the time, they're just going to get it wrong or do something lazy anyway. Like they don't they don't watch the Kings. Like they don't they don't watch them. Mm-hmm. So, I don't need anybody talking about this team that is going to give inaccurate information. Mhm. It's as simple as that. We joked about it about uh TNT. Whose name are they going to get wrong on Thursday? Mm-hmm. I say Keegan Bradley will be the name.
3: Oh, Keegan Bradley. <laughs>
2: But I mean, gonna, we, I
3: think they're going to get chemezi Metu wrong. Ooh, ooh Chemezi. They're yeah, going to get be, wrong. Oh, uh, I, I got too. my money on Trey Lyles.
4: I was
2: going to say, Trey, oh, Trey that's, Lyles. A go, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, it's a good one. I going to say Trey Lyles. That could be one of them. It's a good well.
3: one because he'll 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 get minutes. Like, yeah. he's going to get a run.
2: Yeah, that's a good call. And you know, it might be Terrence Harris the third. It may be could, that again. Could be t- the return, but you know, the whole point of it is like they don't they don't watch, they don't watch, they don't care. They're going to. They're going to get the information wrong, whether it's TNT, ESPN, uh, everybody on The Athletic except for uh, Anthony Slater and Jason Jones and Sam Amick. Everybody else is going to get it wrong. So, number one, I don't need to hear them saying the wrong things. And number two, like De'Aaron Fox said, they're going to have to come here anyway. They're going to have to come here anyway. Yeah. So, you know, you got us. You don't need to hear it from the national media. You got us. I mean, we had people last year talking about Tyrese Haliburton was getting DNPs, bro. DNP CDs.
4: <laughs>
3: Buddy Healed. Flamethrower.
4: <laughs> they lit the Kings on fire.
3: <laughs> from the preseason uh, power rankings, where the Kings were ranked 20th. Uh, just above Portland. Mm. For all the offensive talent on the roster, the Kings will have to play Brown's brand of defense in order for them to succeed in this system. Sacramento ranked 27th in defensive efficiency last season and last in 2021. Mm. The Kings have not finished even in the top half of the league in defensive efficiency since Rick Adelman's final season in 2005-2006. Mm. Uh, Brown led the Warriors to second in defensive efficiency last season, getting the players, including his stars, Fox and Sabonis, to buy in and lead defensively will determine whether or not the Kings can contend for a playoff spot this season. Now, I point that out, and we tie this whole thing together because one thing that's really striking me with the way they're talking before the season, Mm -hmm. the way that they talked about defense all throughout the season, is they, because they're watching in highlight form and Mm -hmm. they're clearly researching and talking points, Mm -hmm. they don't see the Sacramento Kings offense and their ability to score not just Mm 114-plus, but 130-plus. As dangerous, as a threat. <laughs> it's clear as recently as this week, mm. they don't see that as a winning formula moving forward. Mm-hmm. And to me, it just shows you're unfamiliar with the 15 and 2 number. Mm-hmm. You're unfamiliar with whatever the absurd plus 114 number is. Yep. And while it's unconventional, the Kings are in the position that they're in, which as of this exact moment is second in the Western Conference because of their offense. Their defense is nowhere near where anyone hoped it would be, wanted it to be. I'm confident that includes Mike Brown and Doug Christie and Lindsey Harding and Jay Triano (laughs) And Rudy Fernandez, all of those guys, they wanted the defense to be better. It's not. Mike Brown made the adjustment. What can we do to continue to win games with our defense not being where we want to? Let it fly. Hmm. And that's what they've done. But if you don't watch them on a regular basis and you're stat hoeing, tell them. Tell them. You're not seeing that as a formula of success. You're not seeing that. As a way to win, because it's different,
2: right? Right. No, you are one hundred percent correct, man. And Damn the, right the, I the, am. the thing that I always talk about, I am talking about this season, because people talking about things get ratcheted up in the playoffs. You are not gonna be able to do that in the playoffs, and all this other stuff. Who? I am not saying it as like nobody's gonna stop them. I am not saying it like it's not possible, but who that the Kings potentially are gonna face? Are going to stop them from scoring 120. Scott from 125.
3: Dallas? Mm, no. Uh, right. Yeah. No. Yep.
2: It ain't happening. New Orleans? They just put 130 on their head yeah. or close to 130 without De'Aaron Fox. Mm-hmm. The Warriors? No. Like if they lose to the Warriors, it ain't going to be because they put up that playoff defense and start locking up. No. So if that's if that's your thought process, Like, yeah, this offense is cool, but it's going to change when it gets to the playoffs. I think this year – this year, let's just be real, because I watch the league. You watch the league. Some of these other guys, they don't watch the league. I just watch the East Coast and all this other stuff Mm -hmm. and the Lakers and the Warriors. Nobody's playing defense this year, Mm -hmm. and that ain't changing once you get to the playoffs. It's like maybe Milwaukee plays defense – Boston is hit or miss, maybe New York, maybe Denver. That's it. Nobody playing defense out here. The team that I thought was some defensive juggernaut, Los Angeles Clippers, no. they have them won six, 76 the other day. All these games that we talk about in the last uh, five, six games for them, like 130, 124, all this. There ain't nobody playing defense like that. Yeah, You had the stat like last week. There was like 25 120 or plus scoring outings in the playoffs last year.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like And stop. that was just an informal look. That wasn't me sitting there counting. It was probably significantly more. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a it's like an old narrative that's at this point, it's not true. But because it keeps getting recycled and reused over and over and over again, you're led to believe it is. It's not. Mm-mm. You, 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 uh, 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 d- 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 JR used to say, you, you go with what brought you to the dance. <laughs> I'm sure a lot more broadcasters besides Jim Ross said that. but That's Will Chipper. That's who I know who said it. <laughs> and that's literally what every team does. But you point, you can point, to the failure of the Steve Nash, Amari Stoudemire, Sean Marion Phoenix Suns teams. Mm-hmm. And go, when it boiled down to it, They got beat by the San Antonio Spurs, who are a better defensive team. Mm -hmm. You literally referenced the dynasty. Right. Right. Give me another one. Anyone besides San Antonio. Because I don't think you'll be able to. And that wasn't directed at you. I mean, in general. I don't think you'll be able to. You can point to San Antonio beating Phoenix. That's Greg Popovich. That's a certified Hall of Famer. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a dynasty in the San Antonio Spurs. If you want to give me another reference to a team that got out and ran and pushed the ball and was a high-scoring team and then got obliterated by a top defensive unit in their conference or in the finals, talk to me. Talk to me.
2: They got – remember the – The
3: closest you might get is Cleveland. And I – don't know for sure that that even maths out, but you might get Cleveland over Golden State.
2: The the other thing about that, remember the informal practice that I did with the team that led the league in scoring, what they did in the playoffs? Aside from Minnesota last year, who led the, the regular season in scoring, at 115.9 tonight. That ain't 120. It's 115. Aside from that, all those other teams the last 10 years, they've either lost in the second round, they've all, I'll put it to you like this, they've all won a round in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And you can make the argument last year Minnesota should have won. They blew like two 20-point leads against Memphis last year. Like, what people are talking about, like this team don't play defense. Yeah, I get that. I understand that. They're not stout on the defensive end. That's not something that's going to keep them from, if we've seen it now, making the playoffs. That's That was the thought way before. Like, man, I don't know if you would, you know, get to the playoffs not playing no defense. Well, they're obliterating that. Yeah, And it's also something that doesn't keep you from winning a round in the playoffs. You can win a round the way you can. Does it stop you from winning a championship? Yes, I believe that too. Yeah, you can't play defense this bad traditionally and win a championship. But ain't nobody talking about that. Mm. People first were saying they probably wouldn't even be able to stay in the top Six because they don't play no defense, that's cap. And then they didn't push the pearls even further. Said they probably can't win in the playoffs because it's gonna ratchet up. That's probably cap two. Like if the if the Kings if the Kings played the Mavericks, Pelicans or Timberwolves, I'd pick them to win that series. I'd probably pick them. I'd be scared to death of thirty, but I'd probably pick them to beat the Warriors, especially if Andrew Wiggins isn't there. Yeah. Like, the teams you guys are concerned uh, about, they're not going to see them for, like, a round or two. It's mm-hmm. my TED Talk. Yeah, we should tell the
3: whole story. <laughs> That's a good one. That wasn't good. Stop <laughs> That's a good No, one. it wasn't. We'll come back. Um, Jim Beheim retired. How about that? Oh. I mean, it's about time. But, yeah. damn, you just, those moments you don't think are ever going to come. 47 <laughs> years. Uh, it's Syracuse. That's a long time. My goodness. How long was Coach K at Duke? Uh, I don't think it was 47 know, years. No, that's what. I don't wow. think it was 47 years. Wow. Because uh, I think Bayham's way old. Well, Coach K's pretty old. He just. He, he looks he, a little younger than well, me. Well, yeah, he, he works on that. Oh! <laughs> well, no, I meant that. the hair. Oh, okay. Like, the hair, the, he, I think he keeps, he keeps <laughs> the hair nice and dark. Jim Beheim does not do that. <laughs> no, he does um, We'll come back. Uh, we want to touch on a couple of Lamar Jackson things, uh, some things we caught up with uh, this morning. We'll keep you updated on the Sac State women's game as well. James Hamm at the top of the hour. Plenty more ahead here on Sacramento Sports Leaders, d and KC. Okay, picture this.
1: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/recommend today. D and Casey.
3: D'Lo and Casey continues on ESPN thirteen twenty. James Ham set to join us uh, at the top of the hour. As we gear up for the Sacramento Kings. Your second place, Sacramento Kings. Uh, you up? Indeed, indeed. Yeah, that was such a pain in the ass too. I was refreshing like ESPN, NBA's app. Like, come on, man! It was late on the. It was late on the draw. Like, update it. Like, the game's over, and I'm streaming, <laughs> which means the game ended like 45 minutes ago. <laughs> like, update it. So impatient. Finally updated. I was so excited to get that you up text. I wasn't sure I was gonna have another one. Dot three. That that could be it. And then it's like, man, that second sin is there and then the start of the lakers grizzlies game was like i don't think it's happening for us tonight and then it did
2: I'm glad to see the lakers weren't useless last I'm night
3: glad to see that they weren't uh, as well glad to see that the philadelphia 76ers uh were not useless uh Sixers
2: helped us out a, a couple days ago though too um i think we looked at this they didn't now but well they beefed well, that's what it was
3: they didn't they i think they lost to dallas mm-hmm. one one weekend and I think that, that was, was the, like
2: Tuesday. Maybe oh, last, was it a Tuesday? Last Thursday, maybe it was. It was a tNT game. Oh, okay. So maybe it was last Thursday.
3: Okay, I think that was the source of some of our frustration. But
2: they helped us out two Thursdays before. I feel like Memphis. they lost
3: a week. Maybe, maybe they won a weekend game. I was watching. I don't they know. well, I don't know, they Joe's a they, bad they dude
2: They beat uh, Milwaukee. That didn't do nothing for us.
3: Oh yeah, that doesn't that doesn't help. Well, I mean, when you, we're starting to talk about home court advantage in the finals, true, true, but true, yeah, true. We're, we're we're it's a good call. We're fine playing on the road. We're fine. I mean, we're, we're fine playing. You're the
2: best on the road. road team in the Western Conference. What you talking
3: about? That's facts. That's facts. Well, nobody do it better. I mean, we got the West. <laughs>
2: We ain't going there.
3: <laughs>
2: we ain't can going you, there.
3: Can you imagine uttering that? We got, we got the West. Can you imagine? The, the other wild thing about that that I don't think people pointed out, like they were in second at the time. You weren't even the best team in the Western Conference before you uttered the phrase, no, we, we good in the West. <laughs> All right, that dude was wild. I, I ain't trying to pile on, homeboys. He's he's had a rough week. Wild. Dude, dude, he's self-inflicted a rough yeah. week, but still. Mm, mm, mm. Um, the Lamar Jackson stuff has been interesting to follow. Hmm. Um, Jesse posed a question, and 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 by the way, I want to I want to point this out. There seem to be conflicting reports on the Raiders. Uh. Interest in Lamar Jackson. I believe Phil Yates said yesterday mm-hmm. that the Raiders would not pursue Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, multiple other sources uh, affiliated with ESPN said otherwise that the Raiders do, in fact, have interest in Lamar Jackson and really have a, a, interest in virtually every quarterback available on the market, as they literally don't have one. Mm. Uh, so, you know, take that for whatever it's worth um but lamar i'm i'm trying to figure out cuz we talked a lot about this yesterday about why we saw like the falcons the Pan- the, the teams that n- need a quarterback mm. willing to say no we're not interested in lamar jackson and we speculated whether it could be you know collusion because he he wants a contract similar to deshaun watson and Much like the Baltimore Ravens, who have publicly stated, Mm. I believe that they believe that that contract is an outlier in terms of quarterback contracts. Um, And if they haven't publicly stated it themselves, they've publicly stated it through Adam Schefter, who has been a mouthpiece for the Baltimore Ravens during this entire process. But I'm trying to figure out if it's – is is that what we're looking at? Or – do teams not buy Lamar Jackson, mm. a NFL MVP? Hmm. I, I I can't I can't figure out why Lamar isn't. Why is Lamar not at the top of this this quarterback list? Because it wasn't that long ago where we're talking about you know this. I'll, I'll go back several years ago. You talk about the the five best quarterbacks in the league were you know Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, like uh, those those were the best quarterbacks, and Lamar was at the top, yeah. or near the top. He was up there with those with those caliber quarterbacks. I don't think that was. you Go back to Week Five of this season. You can make the argument Lamar Jackson the, the the best quarterback in the league. Certainly one of the best quarterbacks in the league. What am I? What what dots am I not connecting here? I have no
2: idea. You you're asking the wrong guy because I don't know what it is with Lamar Jackson. He is, as we like to say, one of them ones. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to his talent, what he's able to do out there on the field, he is special. He is a one of one. And it's, it's baffling to me that he doesn't get the, the respect that he deserves. I'm not trying to take shots at anybody or take money out of anybody's pocket, but... Kyler Murray Mm. is able to get what he gets easier than Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Come on, man. I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. I mean, it could be a situation where they don't believe he can hold up, you know, but like I said, he's different. Anything that you thought about in the past, like he's different. I mean, this has been something that's been going on his entire career, though. I mean, think back to what he did at Louisville. And then when he was drafted, <laughs> like what he was doing at Louisville, first of all, he was a Heisman Trophy winner. Mm-hmm. And I think he did that as a junior, correct?
3: Yeah, I don't think he did it his last yeah. year there. And he came back
2: his senior year and did more of the same. Mm-hmm. That that historic, that famed game at Clemson where he goes toe-to-toe with the number one team in the, in the nation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is a guy that's like a second rounder and – maybe take a flyer on him all this other stuff like really it's kind of crazy man it's something that's been going on his entire career and all he does is continue to produce you would think it would stop at some point but here we are time for him to to make one of them big contracts and he's dealing with the same stuff
3: it's amazing jesse just called him the nfl's version of russell westbrook Mm. he's not as
4: I'm not talking talent wise either, either, but as far as how they've been covered yeah. their whole career, they've had to prove themselves every single year, and it makes no sense.
3: Yeah, Russ is a little bit more disrespected than Lamar Jackson is, mm-hmm. but I get your I get your point. Like they're y- unique, and and Russ is Russell Westbrook is at a different stage in his career right now. But like at their peak, they were both they're both very unique talents who offer something that not other players at their position offer and in Lamar Jackson's case I don't know if it's the fear of injury I don't know if it's not he he doesn't have the traditional throw the ball f- 4 or 5000 yards a season I'm not sure what it is but there aren't very many quarterbacks who can run for a 1000 plus yards either right so i it's just Lamar is one of the most baffling he's one of the most baffling cases in in the NFL because I have long thought his biggest issue right now is the agent situation. I think he's got – i I've maintained I believe he has to have an agent for a variety of, of forms of leverage. Mm-hmm. I think he has to have an agent. But, man, it feels deeper than that at this point. Mm. Because if you're an NFL team and you need a quarterback, how the hell are the Atlanta Falcons just going to go, nah? Come on, man. Nah. That is we like good.
2: the perfect spot.
3: How would the Raiders... Nah. We ain't go. And, and I don't know that the Raiders had, by the way. How, how, is there, how is there not an offer sheet in front of Lamar Jackson right now? I have no idea. Deshaun Lamar Watson Jackson got, is on the market, bro. Deshaun Watson got $250 million I in mean, a bidding war.
4: John Harbaugh was on his way out until Lamar came in.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Like, let's not forget that. Like, Mark came in, they started winning games. John Harbaugh, people forget, was on his way out. That's
3: fact. Right. That's right, because... Joe Flacco was the quarterback and they weren't changing it until Flacco got hurt. Lamar Jackson drugged that franchise and that coach Mm -hmm. out of the gutter uh, and led them to the playoffs.
2: They had in his MVP season, they had one of the more unstoppable offenses in recent memory. Obviously they lost their first playoff game. I'm not disputing that, but a lot of that was turnovers that game too. But what they were able to do offensively that entire season Nobody had an answer for. Nobody had an answer for, and he was the catalyst for it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He was the reason for it. I, I just, I don't get it. I really Me don't either. get it. And, you know, we talk about you have the, the Amy uh, Trask line, where they you know say if uh, Hannibal Lecter could get to the quarterback, they'd say he had a eating disorder or whatever. Mm-hmm. I agree with you 100% and Amy. Mm -hmm. There's something about Lamar Jackson that's never, that the way, all the way from Louisville, the way people talk about Lamar Jackson, the way they try to put him in a box, all this other stuff, it hasn't hasn't felt right. And like I said, he's dealing with this stuff still. Still. Hasn't felt right. I don't know what it is, I'm not, I don't know if, if they want him to be different, they want him to play different, they want him to act different or whatever. But he's not, you know, fitting into to what these guys want now, on a number of different categories. I'm not like I'm not trying to go all big picture, like the way he plays quarterback. His throw, maybe it's his throwing motion. Maybe he runs too much. Whatever. Like he's not fitting into what a lot of these GMs or coaches want. And it seems like they're making him pay for it.
3: Yeah, yeah, it does, and it's confusing Um, because he is upper echelon elite, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I just don't know how from the moment that news broke it just wasn't flooded with teams making him offers. and Well, today Lamar Jackson's meeting with so-and-so. Today he's going to hop on a plane, and and, I mean— The Jets met with Aaron Rodgers from what what I read this morning. The Jets met with Aaron Rodgers out here in California. Mm. Aaron Rodgers is under contract to the Green Bay Packers. (laughs) And And we ain't gotten a single report about a team wanting to meet with Lamar Jackson. And he's not on a franchise tag. (laughs)
2: Aaron Rodgers is... regular old under contract and going out and meeting with teams.
4: And I've seen the excuse on Twitter now a few times like, oh well you see what Daniel Jones got. Like that's what the market is whatever Daniel Jones no, got Lamar Jackson
3: get two times over. Right. Yeah, that's that's that that's not right. the market. The, the the market now you could argue whether the market is Deshaun Watson or not. Mm-hmm. But the market is is, for Lamar Jones. Jackson isn't Daniel Jones.
2: Right. I thought about this yesterday we, we, we talk about, we hear about the market a lot in the NBA with Rudy Gobert, right? And like mm-hmm. all right bro, like that's not the market. Okay, like, uh, uh, I don't know, Anthony Davis. If you're trying to get no, it's not Rudy Gobert, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, let's uh, Rob Palenka. Let's stop those conversations. It's that's not where we're starting. We're going to go back maybe like to KD or something a little less than that. Yeah, that market needs to be reset. So when people say you know Deshaun Watson Watson is the market, like you said, we can make we can argue whether or not that should be the market and needs to be reset or something like that. But to your point. It ain't Daniel Jones. Like, the market should start for Lamar Jackson, should start at Kyler Murray. Mm -hmm. That's where it should start. And we kind of build from there. If you want to give him a couple extra M's on top of that, like, he should get more than Kyler Murray. You should. You want to give him more M's than that? Cool. We're not saying it has to be Deshaun Watson, but it starts at Kyler Murray.
3: That's one of the major issues with quarterback contracts period is because there's no rhyme or reason to most of them. And it's not just, it's not just Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when Patrick Mahomes contract broke mm-hmm. and they kept pushing the half a billion dollar number. And it's like, this is the team friendliest contract for a star player I have ever seen. Mm. Like, I think we're a year away from them having to tear that thing up and start all over. Mm. Like, for what Patrick Mahomes ultimately will be, it's one of the dumbest contracts in the history of professional sports <laughs> on, on, on Patrick Mahomes' part. Like, Patrick Mahomes is universally regarded as the best quarterback in the NFL. Many think he's going to wind up being the best quarterback in the history of the NFL. That contract that he signed... Ain't it. Mm -hmm. But because the NFL mouthpieces were pushing the half a billion dollar number, it sounded like something it really wasn't. Mm. And so you have that outlier. You have like 10 years of Tom Brady outliers. Then you have the Deshaun Watson outlier. Then you have the Kirk Cousin outlier. Mm. Now all of a sudden you look at each contract separately and you realize how many outliers you have. It's the issue with the way NFL contracts are constructed There's nothing to go off. So to a certain degree, I understand Lamar Jackson's like, you're not going to, I'm not going off of this deal or this deal because I mean something. He signed, Russell Wilson signed this deal, Mm -hmm. but that's Russell Wilson. Deshaun Watson did this. Patrick Mahomes did this. I'm Lamar Jackson here in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Here's what I do for you, and here's who I do it with, and here's what I'm worth to you. And, Judging, like you mentioned, the Rudy Gobert stuff, judging on these different contracts, man, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. Right. Like it doesn't, it doesn't translate over. Right. Um, Do you
2: think you think he's um, doing? Uh, I know how you feel about the agent situation, mm-hmm. but when the thing came out about him, the money he was asking for, mm-hmm. you think he's doing a little bit of a disservice not responding to that if it's not true. Um, at least saying, "IG, nah, that's cap."
3: Yeah,
4: you know, I'm a, it, it sounds like they're trying to paint him a certain way. Yeah, with with that report, I'm almost positive he's gone out and done that before on Twitter. Though there's been numbers that have been thrown out where he said, "No, that's cap." Like okay. he's done that okay. before, I, yeah, not like too recently. By no, I've seen
3: that before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and the problem with the you know one of the big big issues in the NFL is this isn't i'm not trying to insult him but ian rapaport he's an nfl insider right he works for the nfl network Mm -hmm. which is owned by the national football league he reports what the nfl wants him to report Mm -hmm. we all know what a mouthpiece Schefter is Mm -hmm. and who he really works for to get his information and that's that's why like stuff gets lost like stuff like Lamar Jackson going to a, a going to his Twitter account going, like, not nah, as cap. It reminds me of, like, the Colin Kaepernick stuff. It rem- Like, how many times have narrated, like, the whole, do we even know if Colin Kaepernick wants to play football? Maybe he just wants to be an activist. Hmm. Yeah, except for the 20 times he said he wants to play football. Mm-hmm. But you hear that stuff recited over and over and over and over again that you start to believe it's true, despite the fact that it's clearly not. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how Lamar should handle this, hmm. to 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 be honest with you. And I don't know how this ends, to be honest with you. Um. It. it I don't know. It feels like collusion to me.
2: It it does. It does. Because I don't
3: understand how there isn't a line of teams for two first round picks. Lamar Jackson at his age, I don't get it
2: i'm gonna I'm tell you i'm gonna tell you what what i'm not gonna say i would do for sure but would be in the back of my mind because because now we're like you said now i got thoughts of possible collusion going on mm-hmm. you know what i would do i would take that uh i would take that 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 deal i would sign it And the first day of training camp my back hurts
0: Hmm. because
2: i ain't leaving the money out but I don't like the way you guys are moving. It's nasty. I'm gonna go ahead and take this money that's owed to me, and my back hurts. I got back spasms. And you figure it out, Baltimore.
4: Mm. Th- this is an honest question too. When have we ever seen a player of Lamar's caliber, as far as an upper echelon QB, whatever, up, whatever, upper echelon football player, come out and teams are no, we're good. Like, what teams never. have ever come out and I said, yeah, we're good? When has that ever happened? Never.
3: Never.
2: When you read that that uh, tweet from Josina mm-hmm. yesterday about everybody rushing out to say they don't want anything to do with that. I spoke a lot more than anything.
3: And think about that for a second. These teams, no, we're not interested in pursuing Lamar Jackson. And then juxtapose that with the the Deshaun Watson situation. Adam Schefter tweeted, this is going to open. Adam Schefter tweeted after there were no criminal charges filed, mm. which meant nothing mm-hmm. to the NFL. I believe his exact terminology was this is going to open the floodgates for teams to pursue Deshaun Watson. Mm. This was a dude facing suspension, a lengthy suspension, had a bidding war to the degree of we saw an unprecedented guaranteed contract in a value we had never seen before. Mm. But teams are quick. Minutes. After Lamar gets the franchise tag, teams are quick to say no. Anybody make it make sense to me?
2: Don't make sense to me
3: at all. And not not just te- I'm because if I'm a Falcons fan, I'm so who who are you to shut the door on a quarterback? If I'm a Carolina <laughs> Panthers fan, who the hell are you to say no? Straight up. The Washington Commanders, what are you going you, you to bring, Carson Wentz back? Who the hell is our quarterback this year?
2: It mm. doesn't not make just sense, Any man. quarterback, man. We talking about an, an MVP. MVP in the prime of his career.
3: doesn't make sense. Hey, to stinks, give up, bro.
2: You don't want to give up a couple of uh, sorry draft picks that you're probably going to get wrong anyway? <laughs> the law of averages says you're going to get them wrong anyway, probably. For a proven commodity, come on, man. Yeah, that, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, that's what it sounds like. You, you, you put it, the nail on the head. Jesse, you talked about it too. Josina, it,
3: it sounds like collusion. See, and and and, and when you talk about let's, let's let's go to our guy off topic right here. Would you take him on your team? I wouldn't. He can't stay on the field. What? Okay, let's look back at that. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> he 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 didn't start his rookie year but he didn't get hurt in the 7 games that he played played 15 games the following season they were 13 and 2 in those 15 games played 15 games this season after that they were 11 and 4 in those games uh played 12 games the following season and 12 games last year now i'm going to i'm going i'm going to mention something about the 12 games last year he went on strike he got hurt no doubt football mm-hmm. players get hurt mm-hmm. lamar jackson had a sore ankle. Absolutely. Lamar Jackson said, fix this situation or I'm not coming back. Right. Baltimore said, we're not fixing it. Lamar said, I'm not coming back. Mm-hmm. And you saw what happened to the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. So the fact that the Ravens are so willing to embrace what happened to them last year, wild to me. Which, which, but the narrative that he can't stay on the field is cap.
2: Which I said he should have done in training camp. There Shouldn't ain't no way. There ain't no way I would have stepped on that field that last year without a contract. Yep. Ain't no way. He just did it a little later than we said he should have. Man. Jimmy Garoppolo can't stay on the field. He's about nope. to make a hundred million dollars.
3: He is. I'm glad you finally came around to that. Well, I'm
2: going by what you said. You were right about That's right. Derek Carr.
3: I'm a broadcast journalist. Uh John Morant. This according to Adrian Wojanowski. My goodness, Sacramento, listen to this. Uh, John Morant will remain away from the Grizzlies for at least the next four games. Mm. But wait, there's more. Uh-oh. Zion Williamson mm. will miss a minimum of two more weeks. Bro,
2: the season's over. <laughs> the season's over. What are we doing?
3: Wow, John Morant away from the Grizzlies for the next four games. Zion Williamson will miss the next 2 weeks. And you know, you know Bro. The,
2: um the thing about uh Zion is I, I I was you know watching him on the bench cuz he was on the bench against the Kings. Yeah. And I was just like, man, like he's got a poor hamstring like when he when he gets reevaluated or clears the play, like how's how's he staying in shape right now? How is he staying in basketball shape like being so able to do
3: stuff? I, it, it, I I thought he looked heavy when they showed well, him. Well, I didn't want to go Aileen, but yeah. Yeah, I thought he looked... Uh, shout out Aileen, voice on. I thought he looked heavy, like, with... with I, and I'm not one to be, like, overly critical of Zion, because I just believe, like, Zion is big. I just mm-hmm. believe he's a dude who's built big. But I also believe there's a there's a very fine line, because when Zion is slimmer, he is shredded. Mm-hmm. Like, his delts pop, like, like, he's, like, you see it. When he's not, he's just thicker, and granted, he you know he looked thick, like thought, his face was bigger. It was like, oh, I thought the same oh, thing.
2: That's man. why I wondered, like, how is he staying healthy or staying in shape or
3: whatever. So I'm gonna ask you a difficult question regarding Zion when we return here, uh, but we'll dive and, into this latest. And episode. before we go,
2: Lady Hornets, 20 minutes away oh, yeah. from glory, baby. Oh, yeah, the Hornets. they're up 15 at the half. Yeah. Come on, ladies. Fingers up.
3: God damn it. Sac State's winning this big Sky Let's Championship. Go. It's just a countdown to win. Um, James Ham joins us when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. D lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Uh, James Ham set to join us at the top of the hour. Uh, the sneezer, uh, James Ham. Uh, said to join us at the top of the hour. Or maybe I should rephrase that. James Ham said to join us near the top of the hour uh, as he didn't come in a rare day. He didn't come into the studio uh, following practice. He just uh, drove all the way home. So, uh, long drive. Gonna, yeah. yeah, it's going to take him a little bit longer uh, to get home. But when he does, uh, he'll jump on with us. Uh, as Kenny pointed out before the break, uh, Sac State women well on their way uh, to a Big Sky championship. Of course, just, we'll let the air just horns trying to win.
2: We're just trying to win every quarter. It ain't over. Just trying to win every quarter.
3: If Mr. Halliburton was still here, he'd say, I guarantee you. <laughs> that's over.
2: The girls is ball and they went on a 15-1 run at the end of that second quarter.
3: Yeah, that's 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 yeah, they're 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 ready to go. Uh they're ready to go. They were ready for this moment, man. That's really, really exciting for uh, Sac State. It's really exciting for Mark Campbell. Uh, and there's no more discussion about if they're gonna be in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Like they they are absolutely gonna be in the NCAA tournament and very, very uh, well-deserved. We mentioned uh, right before the break, for those uh, just tuning in, uh, Zion Williamson out a minimum of another two weeks. Mm. Uh, Ja Morant out, at minimum, another four games for the Memphis Grizzlies. So I'll give the Grizzlies credit in this regard. I wondered what the loss, which is stated by their original statement over the weekend. And last night was the second game. Mm-hmm. Now Taylor Jenkins also said over the weekend, look, this isn't there's no time frame on this. Yeah. Um I, I know I know what the statement said, but we're we're really going game to game mm-hmm. on this. I wondered if <laughs> we we joked about Kyrie when things started to fall apart for Brooklyn. It's like, boy I wonder if they're going to forgive Kyrie. And I believe it was after the 153-121 loss to the Sacramento Kings on national TV. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I think Kyrie's learned his lesson. Let's go ahead and bring. He's delivered. He is delivered. Yes, indeed. He's he's met with everyone we want him to meet with. And uh, Kyrie came back shortly after that. I wondered if Memphis was going to be uh, similarly uh, reactionary. That I think Brooklyn was Um, and I'm not criticizing them for that. Like I think Kyrie had been out like two weeks at that point.
2: And I think that's the that's the difference. Yeah, like different
3: caveat Kyrie had been out for a while, but it was funny that they get blown out by 30 on national television and welcomed him back (laughs) right after that. I'm sure it was a coincidence, but it was a very funny coincidence. I wondered if the Lakers last night and the Kings ascending and where Memphis is and you know the the sixteen and thirteen the seven and thirteen since since the uh the Shannon Sharp incident, I wondered if that would have an influence on how the Memphis Grizzlies viewed this John ja Morant situation. Clearly, uh it did not.
2: No, no, at least not yet, man. You know, I mean, um next four games that was looking at their schedule. Yeah, I
3: just realized. Is it Houston, Houston, San Antonio? Uh, it's not. <laughs> it's versus, It's Golden State on national television. Mm. Oh, that's tonight. Or tomorrow. tomorrow, excuse me. Yeah. It's tomorrow. I'll get it right. Um, Dallas. National television mm. at Dallas. Mm. At Miami. So I'm going to go out on a limb, and it's going to go one more game because they're on the road in San Antonio after mm. the Miami game uh and maybe he comes back Saturday March 18th uh, against the Golden State Warriors hmm. in a game that could have mass I mean the da- the two Dallas games have massive implications yeah. are we rooting for the Dallas Mavericks um
2: it's a good question
3: kind of a win-win yeah but are we rooting for the Dallas Mavericks they can
2: split they can split
4: okay yeah.
3: Damn. That's really. happening in this this in the Golden State game, that's in Memphis. Yeah. So the Warriors are at the Grizzlies. Ooh,
2: what, what they say? The <laughs> immovable object against the unbreakable
3: four? Irresistible force? Irresistible force meets the immovable, immovable object. Yeah, the
2: Warriors on the road and this sorry Memphis team right now. No, the way they're playing is sorry.
3: And but I we're going, know. but we're rooting for our dubs though. I feel like Memphis see this is mm-hmm. this is where it gets dicey mm-hmm. to me. You root for Memphis, mm-hmm. you're getting closer to securing two or three. Mm-hmm. You root for Golden State, Dallas, you're getting closer to okay, t- t- two still in the conversation, but now mm-hmm. you're dealing with Golden State, <sighs> and we all and these damn Phoenix games. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I I, I don't. I think we just. I think that those games. The Warriors, the the Maver- two Mavericks games. I think we just look at the positives of the, what the result is. Okay. I don't know if we actively root. After it's done, we just sit there and say, "Well, the good thing is,"
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> or whatever the outcome is.
3: Yeah. All right. Yeah. I well. I mean,
2: do you, so. Let me let me ask you. Yep. You think. You think Ja comes back this season? Did you see that? If, and, and I ask, uh, ask that, and I'll follow up with this real quick. Did you see that clip of Gilbert Arenas on his podcast talking about his suspension?
3: No, I, I, I get the. I don't take Gilbert Arenas seriously. So I, don't I don't either,
2: but he detailed man. what happened when he got suspended, and he talks about how. There are people out there saying, well, you know, he can get 50 games because that's what Gilbert got. That's not the same thing. He's like, and Gilbert said, I didn't get suspended for 50 games for the gun. I got suspended because I was, what happened happened, and I was popping off publicly and on social media when David Stern came to me and said, yo, you're going to take this 50 game suspension because
3: it was arbitrary.
2: Yeah, and he was like, he, he said, Gilbert said, he essentially said, you're either going to take this suspension or we're coming after your contract. And Gilbert was like, I believed him, so I took the 50. But it wasn't, he got suspended 50 games for a gun. He got suspended for, I think they said, conduct detrimental to the league, mental health time, something like that. But it wasn't, because there was, there was precedent set With players with guns before.
3: Yeah, but I. It was like
2: two or three games. But I
3: feel like they're all different, though. Like the Gilbert Arenas incident is a gun at work. Mm -hmm. There was another. Someone got. Someone got suspended for. Oh, Steven Jackson. Was it Steven Jackson at a strip club in Indiana? And he fired a gun into the air, yeah. And I think that got him. Nine games? I think it was five or seven
2: because he mentioned it. He mentioned, Gilbert mentioned all the gun incidents and he was like, there's a difference between a loaded gun, not loaded gun. One I had wasn't loaded. Whoever else got suspended had a loaded one, had it on the plane, had it, you know, fired into the air, all this other stuff. And he was like, none of them were 50 games. So Mm -hmm. Stern was trying to give him 50. He's like, you can't give me 50 because look at all these other ones. There's no more than like seven. And Stern was like, no, you're taking 50 because of everything else that's going on. That was after he went into the intro and shot the guns out yeah, and all this other right. stuff. And mocking was like, the league, mocking yeah, no, the situation. you're, you're taking 50. So I agree with you. I don't, I'm not a Gilbert Arenas fan. I don't really like him. But in this particular case, from what I saw, he, I mean, he was speaking from experience about, you know, what the league may or may not
0: do. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,